Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. Everyone, welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Postalka, and we have a special episode here today. We're going to be talking about marketing and business for sale with none other. My partner in crime, Andrew Cross. Welcome, good. Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Well, we are going to just get right into it. I mean, because we we market businesses for sale once in a while. Yeah. The, the secret sauce. The secret sauce. And it's been it's been something you've been doing for it quite actually some sell time. them every once in a while. Yeah, I sell them once in a while too. Yeah. 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 A little bit better than the average. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. averages aren't good. But the real thing that I wanted to talk about today, because when we talk about marketing a business for sale, it's not just throwing a listing up on a site. And I'm going to get behind the curtain a little bit and, and talk more about it. Mm-hmm. So Let's go back a ways. When when you started this 10 plus years ago doing doing the, the business brokerage and selling businesses, what what was the real way that people got businesses out to buyers? Yeah, I mean, I don't think, you know, the way we do it nowadays, it's certainly changed a lot. Um, but uh, back in the old days, um, you know, is advertising, you know, uh, putting an ad in the paper and the classifieds. Um, oh, you know, that, that hurts. That feels so old. It, it, it does. I mean, you know, and this is even during the internet times, because this is an yeah. industry that's just slow to change. Um, and, um, you know, tr- uh, trade magazines might, you know, that'd be, you know, but you'd have an advertising budget, but that was definitely a, an old school kind of uh, brick and mortar type of way of running things, run the ads and and uh wait for the phone to ring um and you hope but you know uh private equity buyers have changed a lot since then too um they've become more sophisticated um but you know but here's the real trick you know marketing a business for sale too is um this is a confidential process you know there is a process for it but you know um people want to sell their businesses but you know nobody wants anybody else to know about that. Yeah. And for good reasons, you know, confidentiality. So how do you do that? You know, and that's, so that's a real challenge. Um, and uh, you have to be able to, you know, market and sell the opportunity, um, but not necessarily the business. Cause you just don't see, um, you know, if people don't put for sale signs in the window of their business, yeah. Yeah. that is a recipe for disaster as we all know. And there's a good reasons why that is. Yeah, um, to handle it that way. So, how do you buy buy something, sell something if you can't tell anybody about it? Yeah, that's a great that's a great point. You know, how do you sell something if you can't tell anybody about it uh, in specific? And it, it is a real it is a real uh, uh, thing that we deal with in the industry. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about let's let's back up just a minute though. In mm-hmm. in a lot of people that are are selling their business or having someone sell their business for them, 
may not understand the importance of taking the time at the beginning to develop really good materials around the business. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a bit about that because you've seen people do it with virtually no preparation or uh, a lot of preparation. And what, what is the real benefit from taking the time to create the right information for your business before you start marketing it? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's critical. It's absolutely critical. I mean, I don't think you really, it, it's not something you can do off the cuff and people, a lot of people come to me, you know, because they, they never thought about selling their business, but they got a call from somebody, you know, probably one of their competitors. And I want to sell, you know, I'd like to buy your business. They don't know what they're buying. You know, mm -hmm. they don't have any idea because, you know, it's all confidential. So, um, and, and those people can be good buyers, but too, but oftentimes then our phone rings because it's a whole, somebody wanted to buy my business, but I don't know what it's worth. I don't know if I'm ready to sell. You know, I don't you know if he's offering me the right amount, you know, um, you know, it's all the unknown, right? And that's mm -hmm. part of the, that's the negative of a confidential process is nobody's talking about these things. You, it, it doesn't have to be public. This isn't the stock market, you mm -hmm. know, where, you know, you have to disclose everything um, and you don't. And so you have to, you have to get behind that and educate a lot so that, you know, um, knowledge is power and that will get your business sold. And that's where you're doing the homework and doing the marketing materials and the prep work to sell your, your business. You're selling not your product or your service that you do. You're selling your business. So different customer. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, you know, has to be marketed to in a completely different way. Um, you know, you might have the coolest widget in the world that you sell. Um, a buyer cares about that, but doesn't care about that. Yeah. <laughs> benefits, all that, you know, that's all good. Um, differentiation, you know, that's all good. Cost, that's all good. You know, they want to know about that. But, um, you know, they're, they're looking at it from... Uh, from a completely different angle. And so it's not about your product or service. It is about the business, the revenue stream, the risks involved, the lifestyle uh, uh, of the buyer, you know, um, and, and the, the fit professional fit and the background experience that they have to, to, to own and, and make that whole transaction successful. Yeah. You made, you said this a little while ago and I want to bring it up because a lot of people don't understand the fact that marketing your business for sale and how that starts with identifying your ideal buyer is, is so important because you, you, you kind of skipped over it. It's not like selling your product, but in selling your product, you must understand your ideal buyer, just like for your business. And sure. And that is that is critical when you're doing when you're doing that because then as you're preparing the marketing materials, you understand the kinds of questions that that buyer needs to answer. Yes, uh, and again, um, there are you know understanding the buyers, the types of buyers there are, you know, ones that fit into your industry space and expertise, um, because you know. Um, 80% of them, people who do venture out and say, I'm going to go buy a business, you know, 80% of them never accomplish that task. So there's a lot of people for various reasons, there's a lot of people who are just looking, you know, and will waste a lot of time. And also you'll be giving out confidential information to the wrong people 
Um, so the screening process is important. And then in the marketing, uh, the approach to marketing the business is very targeted then. So it goes beyond just putting an ad in the paper. Yeah, we still do that. We don't do it in the paper anymore. We put, you know, it's all there's listing sites and there's mm -hmm. all on the internet now, but you know, we can advertise yeah. the opportunity for sale. And uh, um, now, it, you know, and we can be more strategic about it using social media um, to find these types of buyers. And, you know, so what is it? What kind of buyer are you looking for? And then understanding what it is that they're looking for. And that's how you present your material your marketing, your pitch, your offering, your opportunity. Well, you know, there's a million terms for what that is because you're going to get about 20 minutes uh, attention yeah. from these buyers um, to convince them that, you, you know, uh, a can, that it, it shows not just, uh, here's a financial projection and this is why you should buy me, but also shows a vision, you know, how you do good, what, what it is that you differentiate to an industry, what your customers look like, how repeatable is this, you know, all the, all the risk things that they're thinking mm -hmm. about in your head <clears throat> and, and how, and then of course the financial analysis and yeah, we always put that in the, in the material in the back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, you're, you know, you're, it, it, it all, you know, that just has to meet a threshold. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really, it's really basic about that. So you're going to know what park you're in uh, based on that. Because if the numbers don't make sense, oops, then it won't work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you, you said a couple of things in that as well, too. It's, you know, understanding that buyer or the different kinds of buyers that are going to be seeing it. And then their distinct value propositions for each one of those kinds of buyers and making sure that's in your materials and prominent, as you said, financials go to the back, that kind of, value proposition for that buyer is is right near the front so they can understand quickly how this is going to help them achieve yeah. their goals yeah the financial part just supports everything else that you've done at the bottom so it, it, it's got to meet like i said it's just got to meet a certain threshold mm -hmm. in order to do that and then the rest of the beginning part of it um you know all the layup into the reasons into that is um convinces them to buy yeah you know, yeah. Um, so when we when we look at selling a business today, well, let's, let's back up just one more time for material, mm -hmm. because you've you've shown this distinctly and, and really effectively when we're talking about this with clients who want to rush the process of creating the material or going to market with a business mm -hmm. and, and go to the market with the business today. But then before you've got the materials that are ready for the business. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people will be tempted to do that, but why don't you want to do that? Um, Go to market before you've got your materials done. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, these buyers, um, the market, you know, to it is, is fairly limited. And it, that all depends uh, on the buyer um, and, and what the, you know, the restrictions are. I mean, there, there's definitely, um, uh, you know, so if you go out to market, so for example, if you have an owner operated business, um, it, you know, and you're tied to a certain geographic location, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this, this affects value of course, in the business too, but yeah. you know, your buying pool is going to be somebody within commuting distance, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and possibly somebody could move from out of state and actually make a move to come in and, yeah. Buy your business and specifically for that. But, uh, but, but, you know, what I'm saying is, 
you know, that limits your buyer pool. And if you go in there unprepared and, you know, they only look once, you know, once, yeah. they, once yeah. it's no, it's no. Yeah. You know, so you can, you're going to dry up those, those opportunities and you don't get, you know, there's no second chance on it to come back. That, and, oh, that well, is... I, you know, now look at it this way. Yeah. And, you know, um, we thought about that. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, you get about 20 minutes usually at that first initial pitch. If you can't hook them, you know, they make that their is, decision and they move on. That is one of the points I did want to bring up is that because I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, this we, we can finish a, you know, finish a, an ad, whatever that looks like, and then we can get out and start selling it. And well, if you do that and you're not ready right behind and you go, my best buyer could be found in the first five minutes when I look and if they want the materials and those materials aren't right, mm -hmm. you might be done. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. You, you don't get second chances on that. And it's very hard. And that's also with pricing, you know, if mm -hmm. you, you know, and there's, you got to really think about pricing and wh where you go to market with the pricing. Um, what, cause it, timing is a very important, that's the most important aspect of marketing a business for sale. It's a campaign and, you know, we might have various stages of launching um, a business and campaigning it for sale and we can, we, and advertising is, you know, that part of it is trolling, you know, that's fishing deep and you just let that run. But the targeted outreach, you know, using social media, um, doing some research, industry research on finding good strategic buyers um, and, and communicating, you know, basically the, the campaign is to go directly to them and give yeah. them a chance to look at the opportunity. You want to do that. The timing part of it is because after you, you know, after you prepared all the materials and you're ready to go, um, market, you know, that's going to be a good month right there um, of that first initial campaign. And uh, the objective to that um, is to get four or five good qualified buyers um, who are interested in the opportunity, who are considering presenting a letter of intent, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then our process, you know, that's the objective is to get through that. Um, so the timing part of it, what makes that important is that that provides sort of an auction type atmosphere here. Hey, boom, we have this opportunity for sale. They all know we just brought it on the market. They all know we've got three or 400 people looking at it. Uh, they all know that uh, bids are going to be submitted. That's the auction part, right? Which can drive up value a bit. You know, I think, you know, that's one of the, when you're marketing a business, that's one of the claims that, uh, that advisors and brokers will make uh, that they can, um, you know, they do that in real estate too. It's that game. Yeah. You're going to get more value if you, you go out and price it low and, you know, get it bid up. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really work that way. Like I said, there's constraints involved, but what it will do is it does get a deal done. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, people, um, you know, the buyers will understand if there is that feel that auction environment, it's an informal auction. I wouldn't call it. We're not putting a gavel down and taking bids, you know, but they know there's, they aren't the only game in town that, um, so that's, and that will, sometimes it'll get a little bump in value. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, mo but more importantly, it, it gets you know, somebody to do a good qualified buyer to give a, a letter of intent and get into diligence and go to closing. And it pressure, it keeps the pressure on them for closing too. Cause they know that, you know, there's people behind them. Yeah. If they, uh, if they back out, it's not just, you take your time. It's yeah. that by doing that marketing 
and trying to to hit a lot of the right people targeting in on the right buyers is is key and because you do keep the pressure on everyone to keep moving forward yeah and it's um uh you know and that can be difficult too it depends on the you know the kind of business it is and the size of the businesses so uh, you know because in the type of buyer you have you know financial buyers um are investor buyers um there's uh, strategic buyers who are competitors or people who are already in the, the business. Those are typically the best buyers. But if it's a smaller company and a smaller deal, they don't do a lot of buying. Whereas financial yeah. buyers buy, you know, um, all the time, you know, so there you have to do a fair bit of, you have to, you know, again, it's, it's risk, you know, reduction and strategic buyers may not know what they don't know. So they see risk when they're, it's not there. The financial buyers are more comfortable and just going and, you know, they do this all the time. So they, yeah. they already know the risk. And then of course, you know, the smaller businesses or individual buyers and search fund buyers where, you know, for search fund buyers are, are backed by financial um, equity groups and stuff like that, or investment groups. Um, uh, and individual buyers are just, you know, high net worth or, you know, can family funds and they can do stuff mm -hmm. like that themselves. But um and, and those work out pretty well too, because uh, you have um, you have a management team that's looking to come in and replace it. So if you're in that situation, that's um, it's harder to sell a business if um, ownership or the management um, of the company is leaving. Uh, with yeah, so instead, and it's yeah. only harder only because it, there's a smaller pool of buyers available. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, you, you're making some good points here with the, the different kinds of buyers. And that's where I think that um, taking some time at the beginning to really understand the perfect buyer for your individual business based on size, based on industry, based on a lot of different factors. Uh, sounds like that can really pay off by allowing you to market to people that are more likely to buy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's, um, you know, it, but you have to kind of appreciate the situation where we're going in with an opportunity to spend, you know, five, six, seven million dollars on an acquisition. And uh, you're going to a, a good strategic um, customer down the road. Maybe he's already got a twenty five million dollar. But, you know, they don't it's again, they're not publicly traded companies. So it's a that's a pretty good outlay for them. So you have to. Yeah really kind of help them how that works, how that really benefits their value. Yeah. Uh, their company. And then of course, um, you know, how do you fund it? Um, yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, and you know, it's one of the best ways to understand why a strategic buyer is one of the best buyers is because you just go ask a banker who's going to put a loan out. They love, they would much rather lend They yeah. a lot less risk if they've got uh, somebody who's already in the industry and successful at it. So, yeah. Yep. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. So as you're looking at, you know, selling a business today compared to years ago, do you, do you see that the tools, the resources available now, do you think it makes it easier to sell a business today or more difficult because of so many different options and ways to do it? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that. It, it is easier today. Um, it, yeah, there's a lot more capital. Um, there's people looking oh, to yeah. put their capital in this. So there's, there, you know, the, the market's larger. 
and um, the information, you know, what's killed ills before is again, this lack of information and that creates fear, fear, you know, it, you know, kills deals. And, you know, and that's why we do this. We want to, we want to say, okay, yeah, these are privately held. These are confidential transactions. You know, you can't go down to the County and see the tax, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, records and all that kind of stuff and the transactions, you know, that are there, but we do have data from that too. And the more, you know, with the internet and everything else that's gone on, there's much more data available um, and resources available to, uh, to a buyer today than, than ever before. So that that's a positive. Um, but on the negative side is that you're also, it's also more competitive than it's ever been mm -hmm. to buy a business. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're, you know, and that's, you know, if you're going in and um, you're, you're competing with, you know, some of these groups and they're, they have cheaper capital and they can fund these things and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But um, yeah. So I got, this is something that came up while I was sitting here listening to you, to talk about this and it's easier today. We've got more cash in the market today, but it doesn't seem like there's more businesses getting sold today <laughs> as a percentage. It's still not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just it. And it's like, you think about it and you go, they, you know, the tools have gotten better. We can get it out to more people, but yet we still come into the fundamental problem of finding the right buyer for a business is still the toughest part about it. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, through that process of marketing the business for sale, you know, that's all theoretical. That's what we try to do. Um, is, you know, launch it, do a campaign, get four or five good qualified buyers, get an auction environment, get a solid offer, you know, give exclusivity and go down to the finish line, close it. That doesn't always happen that way. And, you know, it, it has happened and that's great when it works, but it doesn't always. And a lot of times we get through that first campaign. We don't get there. Then we drop a line and we do some trolling, you know, on the advertising, you know, and it, it is weird, you know, so it's, it's why it takes a long time to sell a business. So you have to be ready to do that too. So things may go along um, and um, you know, it is, it is, you just get a strike, you know, like I said, it is deep, like deep sea trolling and mm -hmm. somebody, you know, somebody just it crosses their path at some point and they didn't see it before. And, you know, they, they just want to get this deal done. So, um, and it's hard to predict when that'll happen. Um, but that's, you know, one of the things too, and, uh, we talked a little bit about test marketing. We do a campaign, you know, we may deliberately reduce that to kind of a, a preliminary warm opening, mm -hmm. bring out the business to market to a select group of buyers. You know, we do have, in addition to our outreach to go and find and research that we do on buyers, we talk to buyers every day so yeah. we have a, we have our own uh network and database of of buyers that we we talk to and we always like to talk to buyers and, and you know understand what they're looking for as well um and even though we don't represent them but you know yeah um, but so we we know we, they they want to be on our our list when we go out on these campaigns to say they don't expect it to be private or exclusive mm -hmm. for them but, um they want yeah. You know, and those guys who are really prepared well to buy a business. So, um, you know, so we we talk to them as well. And, you know, a little test market might just get us to, okay, why didn't we, we you know, we'll just, we'll just roll this out to 60 buyers right now that we know, or we've done some research on it, you know, want to look at. And 
um, with the feedback we get from that, if we, if it doesn't go forward, we can go back to the client and adjust. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I work on the things we need to do to get it to, to a yes. Um, and, and also assess too, that maybe we were fishing in the wrong waters, you know, so it's not perfect science. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you so. know, it, it it is interesting though. It is interesting because if you think about where you what you were talking about before, a a uh, you know basically putting something in a classified ad or, or listing on a, a listing site, whenever years ago, to what we have today when we have the databases that are that are you know pay or public databases that allow us to find every. Uh, private equity, every search fund buyer, every blah, 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 that has taken the time to, to list and those listing sites, mm -hmm. you would think that with the access to the information, it would make it much easier to sell a business. But do you really think that it's gotten any easier? Um, no, I, you know, and I think part of that is, um, you know, there's a lot more buyers out there than sellers. There's a lot more money to buy to, you know, the capital that has been raised to put towards buying businesses. There aren't enough businesses that meet the criteria of those buyers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> for one, you know, I mean, for yeah. and there's a lot of different reasons. And that's, the, of course, you know, when you do your pre-market uh, work and we do that with our clients too, where we have to assess what that is and that helps us know where we're going. And preparing the business. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause I, the, cause you know, you would think based on the way um, these directories, the websites that are listing now and, and we just should, the information exchange should be easier. So you should theoretically be able to get your business out farther, faster. It just still, it comes, like you said, it comes down to buyers are very particular about what they want. And when they have to spend millions of dollars, it, it, it adds that means they're going to be particular about buying what they want, uh, sure. basically. Sure. So, I mean, you know, and if that you look at where acquisition activity is, you know, the higher the value of the business, the less transactions there are. You know, yeah. and that just makes sense, right? Yeah. So, you know, businesses under, you know, business deals under two million in revenue at the lower level, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of, there's a lot of activity there. Um, and some of it's, you know, just merely buying assets and, you know, moving money around because, you know, there isn't a lot of value in some of those businesses, um, but there is a lot of them. So there's a significant amount of volume. And then as you go up the food chain, as it were, um, you know, the, the bigger the company deal gets, you know, but, you know, I was just talking, we were just at an M&A conference. I mean, one of the, a really good buying group, you know, private equity group manager, I was talking to him and he's been coming to our our conference, this is where the, our brokers all hang out and yeah, he's been a sponsor there and he's, he spent significant source development to try and find deals, but you know, and he's one of the bigger ones, the better ones, a good buying group. And they've been, you know, they've been at with our group for 15 years and they've sourced 17 deals. Yeah. Um, he thinks that's great. <laughs> that's a lot of deals. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we're just not a lot of high volume. There's right. just not a lot of, there's a, not a lot of businesses that meet the requirements for the buyers. Right. Yeah. And in some cases, you know, that's back to the sellers again, preparing your material. Yeah. To have something you can't just, it's not, yeah. you, know, you can't put lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you want to get the money like that too, then in your business plan needs to be, you need to 
you know, talk to these, those buyers, they'll, they'll talk, you know, they'll show you exactly what they want to buy. So then look at yourself and just say, how close am I to that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is one of the things that being turned down by a few buyers will give you what you need to know to that you need to fix in your business. If you are not successful in selling it. Yeah. Uh, and that will yeah. do that. Well, they're, they're all for it because, you know, their objective is they want to buy your business, yes. you know, but they, that, you know, but they want, you know, so if you go back and get to work uh, in your strategy, like you said, this is part of this, that's what's integral to exit your way. It's just like, think about this ahead of time, but if you can get to here, um, yeah, then you can, you can, you can be that guy or that person that, you know, sold their, their business at an eight X or nine X yeah. lived, you know, happily ever after. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. And learning that, learning that preparing, and then the proper process and marketing and, and for the sale of that business to connect the right buyers to the opportunity is really key. Yeah. Well, I tell well, you, I know that's one thing I just want to add to that too, is the buyers too are happy to pay more. Yes. Yeah. Happy to pay more. They would, they don't want to, they don't want to be in the discount. Okay. I don't have, I love that. You know, I, I had a, that. I had a, you know, I had a bumpy road here in the past. I had, I lost my marketing, you know, executive, da, da, da. You know, whatever reasons. Okay, so I'll sell it to you for this instead. You know, that's not how they operate. They, they don't. They don't. They don't discount for, you know, the, the the warts that you know they have on it. They would much rather pay a higher multiple for a solid, you know, management team that comes through and yeah. all these other factors uh, that involved. And uh, you know, and I think we're we're doing a deal like that right now where we're actually um, merging, you know, several small companies together. Um, because individually they would, you know, the buyers, um, you know, they wouldn't actually wouldn't even pay at all for them individually a la carte, but together, yeah. you know, um, when they put them all together, they're happy to say, you know, even though that would be cheaper, yes, right. It would be cheaper for them just to buy up all the much less money. Yes. They would rather pay more than to have them all rolled up together and operating with a good operating management team. Cause that's what yeah. they're, they're looking for. Yep. Yep. That's a good point. It's a really good point to, to talk about too, is that buyers want to pay the money for it. They just don't want to pay bad money for anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, pay money for anything bad. There we go. Yeah. Saying it right. And that's, that's a key thing because in marketing your business, you can't just say, well, you know, if we had everything fixed, we'd be worth $10 million. But since we don't, we're going to sell it for seven. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a no, you won't, you won't yeah. get it sold that way. Yeah. And, you know, um, it, and that's that, you know, it, 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 it it's a zero sum. It just means your, your deal's probably not going to be done. But again, those kind of things, it's not like they have to be completely fixed. It's just that, you know, that's about disclosure and about awareness. You know, everybody has these kind of things, you know, in, if you can prove it's just um, a temporary thing, or, you know, we know this happened, we're, we're doing this and this is our action plan. This is our projections from that going forward. Um, you know, uh, you, then you can still sell your business. So it's not, yep. Yep. You know, not the end well, of the we all dealt with the COVID bump. Exactly. Um, it's a perfect greater, whatever, whatever happened. Yeah. I mean, people, yeah, exactly. I've got businesses right now that were pre COVID did, you know, did, you know, uh, did boom, 20%, 20% boom, had a really bad year and then back up down yeah. there. Now that they, they, they're trending, they've actually recovered and now are trending up, you know, recovering and going past that. All that's forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. these are called 
these are called, um, you know, as long as, you know, you got, you present it that way, you know, here it was, and those are called, um, uh, you know, one-time events, you know, those kind of yeah. things, little disasters. Yeah. And that's, that doesn't, you know, that's not going to kill your deal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all part of putting the marketing materials together the right way so that, that buyers understand that and you've, you've, uh, properly explained it. So, yeah. But I just want to, you know, want to wrap up here because this is great to be able to talk about, you know, prepare your materials before you go out, go out with a targeted approach to make sure that you get out there. You can, you know, target approach, find your best buyers, fishing approach on some of the listing sites you can do. And then, uh, you know, before you do that, make sure your business and it, what you learn is getting incorporated or you fix it ahead of time because it's, it's a zero sum game. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen to the buyer, you know, get their feedback, you know, uh, go for the no. Yeah. And, and find out, but always find out why, just like you do in your business every day. Yeah. It's yeah. no different. You, you listen, if you don't listen to your customer, you're, you're not going to have a business anyways. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Well, Andrew, thanks for stopping by today, sharing your thoughts on marketing a business for sale. I want to thank everyone else who is listening and continues to listen to what we talk about. And we will be back again later this week. Thanks, All everyone. Right. Thanks, you Andrew. Bet. You bet. Bye.